0: The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house.
1: The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to 1. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Welcome to the Functional Health Forum. We're on KPRZ 1210 KPRZ. My name is Jürgen Winkler, and I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes as we talk about all things relating to improving your health naturally, organically, with the best science and nutrition. Today our sponsors will be the Quantum Health Medicine Clinic, which I'm the medical director of. You can reach us at, on the web at qfmed.com, qfmed.com, and also... Through social media, Facebook, Twitter, Yelp, LinkedIn. And uh, today we've got an interesting um, visitor to our studio. I invited uh, Linda Smith. Linda Smith is a
3: Hannah. Hannah, Hannah,
2: Hannah, somatic practitioner. And so we'll ask questions like, what does that actually mean? But uh, one of the things is, is she has uh, written a book and she has a, a website, uh, somaticlife.com. And her email is uh, Soma, S O M A Linda. L I N D A at hotmail.com. Gmail. Yeah, she changed it to Gmail, so make correction. Gmail.com. The book is called Intelligent Movements for a Healthier Life. And I personally have had some experience with her. I've known her for about 10 years, and she's worked on me for various uh, musculoskeletal pain issues. This is great for people with uh, injuries, chronic pain. And so, welcome to the show, Linda.
3: Thank you. I'm happy to be here, Dr. Winkler. Uh,
2: Well, so so the biggest question is what is this Hannah somatic?
3: Okay, well, uh, it's a little—it's not complicated, but it is um, a longer term for it would be neuromuscular reeducation. A more lay term would be brain body retraining, or getting the brain to reconnect to the muscles.
2: Okay, so there's Um, getting
3: more function in the body in the adult.
2: So you have to have an injury in which there's a disconnect, or is it going to be anybody?
3: Almost everybody over the age of 20 has disconnects of texting, sitting at a desk, uh, an injury from a fall, sports, uh, you know, if you fell when you were younger. um, There's disconnects right away as soon as stress enters your life, which actually happens right about age 10. As soon as you're aware of your peers and you have stress or fear from other people and you start kind of straightening up or your parents tell you to stand up straight all the time or you have fear um, of your peers, that's when it starts and you start getting more inflexible.
2: So then it isn't necessarily, you have to have some type of medical problem, you can actually do it preventatively, you can Mm -hmm. do it as part of a routine. Very preventative. So how does this compare to let's say um, Pilates yoga? Mm -hmm.
3: Pilates is core strengthening. And we are releasing chronic contractions. So it's a lengthening process. And it's uh, whereas yoga would be using the same part of the brain, the sensory motor cortex, the mind-body connection, it's also called. Uh, Pilates is using the same part of the brain. Um, a difference is uh, if, if it starts to become an exercise, um, whereas in Pilates is more exercise-based, it starts to switch over to the cerebellum, which is a different part of the brain. So in somatics, we're specifically working with the sensory motor cortex, which connects from your left ear to your right ear and is the part of the brain that connects, that sends the neural pathways to the muscle and back and forth. In yoga, they're using that part of the brain, but... Um, they're not using the whole motor feedback loop. So it's more movement-based than static stretching.
2: Okay. Well, that's kind of interesting. So not only have you done the somatics, and you've got a lot of training in somatics, you've also done some other things you mentioned. Um, ACE, Certified Personal Trainer. What is mm-hmm. that? What, tell me a little bit more about that.
3: Uh, American Council on Exercise, I'm certified by them. and uh, so I do functional type of exercise. I usually, if someone has pain or dysfunction, usually they would start with somatics. They would get their body aligned, and then they would go into a strength type of workout. So I take them from A to Z, um, from okay. pain to function.
2: So give us a, give me an example of what a somatic type of exercise or you're calling it really mm-hmm. a, it's not really stretching, but mm-hmm. it is a somatic movement. Give me an example, let's say somebody with uh, tight hamstrings. How would you work with something like that?
3: Okay, Uh, someone with tight hamstrings. We work with the whole body or the whole soma, the root word of somatic being living body. So we wouldn't just work with the hamstrings, we would see what other patterns they have throughout the whole body. So if they have tight hamstrings, they're going to have tight probably biceps and other muscles.
2: Okay. So if you, were to, if you were to find somebody, you would then work from the head to toe, okay? Is, mm-hmm. is, Core the hamstrings would be part of the problem they're complaining about, but right. you would say, okay, how's the neck movement? How is their posture? Mm-hmm. Are they tighter on one side than the other side? Are their hips in the proper position, mm-hmm. knees, legs? And then you would look at also, let's say, chest muscles... Right, Because you've worked with me before for quite a bit. And, and just as a, a, a personal experience, I had a herniated a disc. This was, I think, 2007, somewhere in there. And you worked with me at the YMCA for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember having walking really hunched over for a long time. And that left psoas muscle in the, t- in the front of my left hip got mm-hmm. so tight, and I could not straighten that thing out. No matter what I did, I could not get that to work. And then you, within a couple of sessions, you had taken that thing, and I got full range of motion back and complete release of those tight muscles, the pain. I got the arch of my back back to normal again, right, because you should have some arch to your lower back. A lot of those things sort of came back into into you know mm-hmm. happy medium, back mm-hmm. to where they should be. So for, for listeners, this is kind of an interesting uh, technique to use because it's not only, it, A, it's preventive, preventive, Two, it's going to be treating an underlying problem. And also then once that underlying problem is addressed, you've re-educated those muscles. So you don't have to continue to walk in funny positions or your back's not out of posture, or muscles and joints are really realigned. So you've got a lot of benefit really just by working those the body. And if I understood correctly, there's a stretch release kind of technique in there or tension release type of technique in there?
3: Well, earlier you asked what what it would look like? It's mm-hmm. it's like if you would see a kid moving just on their own, mm-hmm. and and we're reintroducing that movement pattern to the adult that is maybe sitting at a desk all the time, and that will release lots of muscle groups, maybe ten to twenty muscle groups at once, and it's a movement we're getting the muscle to contract and then lengthen, and then the psoas muscle, for instance, just by doing the function of the psoas muscle, contracting it, lengthening it, and relaxing it. So in stretching, uh, the stretch reflex is kicking in and keeping it from relaxing. It's kind of like a rubber band that's pulling back on the muscle when you're stretching. So in somatics, we're not stretching, we're decontracting.
2: Okay, so you're saying that the muscles which are tense, causing the malalignment are the ones that you actually, through, through light tension, you're going to retense those and then re-educate them, right? Because the, there's a certain thing called the, what a Golgi apparatus, right? There's that muscle. There's a particular um, receptor in the muscle.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? And Golgi that, tendon.
2: Golden tendon, okay. And you're going to take that and you're going to re-educate that so that it doesn't necessarily contract at a certain point where you can lengthen the muscle. And mm-hmm. you have to do that through some type of of steady steady contraction, light contraction. To get control
3: of the muscle, you have to contract it first, and that is what you're not getting in the stretch. You have to contract it for the brain to connect to the muscle. Then it will allow it to lengthen. But it's the awareness of the individual, so that's the key. The key is the awareness that they are feeling that the muscle is tight and then tightening it on purpose. That's it.
2: And you tighten it but not full tension, it's just a light.
3: Uh, it you can to... be light and it can be yeah, probably more light, light to medium. So like
2: for attraction. example, when you worked with me, some of those muscles begin to shake when mm-hmm. you begin to work. And that just means the muscles are really weakened or they're just not sometimes unproper.
3: they're atrophied.
2: Okay. Sometimes they're atrophied.
3: Atrophied okay. or there's a there's definitely a disconnect, but the shaking or is what you're that is where the muscle is tighter where there's knots. And so it's going over the knots and making a shaking motion.
4: Okay,
2: and then that eventually smooths itself out. That
3: smooths out. out and becomes a longer muscle, right?
2: Okay, so I wanna talk more because I teach martial arts classes. I help teach uh, the dojo that I work, that I'm at, at here in Carlsbad. And a lot of these young kids are just not flexible at all. So maybe something to give some of the ideas mm-hmm. to help, help with this type of um, you know, lack of flexibility and the issues about stretching through pain. Something to talk about as well. We're going to take a quick break. We've got to go to our sponsors. The um, sponsor initially, first one will be Quantum Functional Medicine Clinic, which is in Carlsbad, um, to which I'm the medical director. And the second uh, sponsor will be the Life Credit Company. So for people that have chronic illnesses and they need to raise money, you can turn your life insurance policy into cash. And they'll explain a little bit more on that ad. We'll be back shortly.
1: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
4: Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to QFMed.com or call 760-585-4616.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
1: listening to the functional health forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have 866-577-2473
4: all
2: right we're back again to the functional health forum we have Linda Smith a Hannah somatic practitioner who's been here in the local area. She's in the uh, Carlsbad Encinitas area where she practices, and she can be reached on her website at somaticlife.com, and also on uh, somalinda, Soma S-O-M-A-L-I-N-D-A, at gmail.com. So if you have any questions you'd like to call in and ask her some personal questions, you can call in at, uh, to the show at any time at one 577 Two four seven three. So, Linda, tell me a little bit more. I, I know that with stretching and doing martial arts for gosh, since probably the '80s, um, that we've always been told, you know, if you have pain, stretch through the pain, or that you reach the point where the muscle's so tense, and you're like, okay, we just have to just wait and stretch through that kind of thing. And I see a lot of young people that can't even touch your toes with their legs straight in martial arts. I'm like, wow, that's just not. You know, you just have to stretch on a regular basis or do some type of, uh, you know, somatics or something mm-hmm. to really keep that flexibility going. So what what are your thoughts on that?
3: Well, uh, yeah, kids are inflexible. Uh, this is a way that you could incorporate it into a karate class or a dance class. It's very easy to incorporate somatic movements anywhere, anytime. You could do it in your home. Uh, teachers could incorporate it into their classes very easily, uh, for martial arts, you could you can also take a stretch and make it somatic. So you can take traditional stretches and just add a little element of movement to it and get the brain to reconnect to the muscle.
2: Mm, okay. And
3: so, pretty easy to incorporate.
2: And so, your book explains, and you put together these these types of somatic movements together in a booklet that's really easy and convenient with diagrams mm-hmm. that explains. Where would you say you've seen most the, the best benefit with?
3: Well, with injury, old injuries, uh, even in young people, I've had uh, parents bring their kids to me, and uh, they have, you know, in some old injury, and maybe in the Achilles tendon or the calf, or um, it just it makes the whole body more functionable. So when you have an injury, you're limping. One half of the body is one way, and the other half of the body is another way. We call it a trauma reflex. And so anybody that's limping, the body's not in alignment. And uh, with these simple movements that are in the book, which are lying down, by the way, very easy to do. You can do them in a hospital. You know, I mean, you can come right out of surgery and start these gentle movements. It's not hard on the body. You can't injure yourself like when you're stretching.
2: So somebody would, would think from limping or from having some awkwardness in terms of posture, or from chronic pain, they would begin to say, okay, these are the types of problems I'm having. You would address that, figure out what types of, of movements they would do that are best for them. So it's a customized way mm-hmm. of looking at each person. And then you said re-educating the brain and getting mm-hmm. things back to where they're normal. So give me another, um, another example where you're seeing it. We talked about back pain. How about things like shoulder pain? We see a lot of knee and shoulder injuries, correct?
3: Yes. Um, hip Shoulder, knee, a lot of neck, a lot of neck injuries, and it addresses everything. So from you know when you when you work with the core to the periphery, the core starts to unravel, and uh, the periphery or the the extremities, the hands, the elbows, the knees. So it's all connected. It's all. And connected. You're putting
2: all these things together, mm-hmm. including neck muscles, upper back, mm-hmm. lower back. We've but it
3: addresses a, everything.
2: We've got a collar. We've got a caller that's just called in, and okay. a question. Hello? Hello. Hi there.
4: Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. My name is Claire Simon. I've been a patient uh, or a client of Alinda's for um, like about six years now, I think. And I just, I've got um, all, all kinds of experience, obviously, with her work and what she does and how she's helped me. I'm thinking maybe someone might benefit from some of my experience. Thank
2: you. Yeah, thank yes. you for calling in. What uh, would you like to share? Sort of what type of problems she's helped you with?
4: Well, I'm a mixed bag of mess. Um, I have started with uh, chronic back issues. I have neck issues. Right now, I am going through a shoulder problem. But initially, when I went to see Linda, I'd had two major back surgeries, and I'm fused from the L2 to the sacrum. So my whole body is generally, I I kind of liken it, my analogy is to the frame of a vehicle. You know, once the frame is bent and it's not as it was intended, then the wheels and the tires aren't going to wear correctly and all of the peripheral, you know, uh, mechanics of the vehicle aren't exactly as as were intended. So I suffered a lot of chronic pain and, you know, the surgery, while successful, it didn't really relieve my pain.
2: Wow. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call that successful. It didn't relieve the pain, but the somatic exercises, so some of that muscle contraction and the imbalances you had corrected then?
4: Well, the surgery was successful in as much as it uh, corrected my, uh, I had a complete separation in my spine. So now I'm able to stand upright and to walk. Now what I have to learn how to do is really how to walk and how to coordinate those muscles that are now, unfortunately, not firing and communicating the way they were intended to. So through the somatic movement, I was able to kind of open up that communication channel and release some of that trauma and stress that my body had suffered through the injury then the surgery. So it's really um, changed my life.
2: Well, oh, that's pretty incredible. Um, and you're using it right now for shoulder and neck injury and neck issues as well?
4: As well, yes. I have a chronic degenerative disc disease um, and my neck is being um, affected by that now. And then I've got a separate shoulder injury. We're um, not really medically sure what's going on with that right now, so I'm kind of in a diagnostic stage. But uh, I go see Linda every, every two weeks, like clockwork, and we do traction on the neck. You know, She just uses her hands in manipulation to provide that relief. And you know, I'm trying to avoid any more surgeries at all costs, and I'm hoping that through the somatic education I can, I can actually do that.
2: Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're getting a lot of benefit from it. Are you doing anything else that you would think would support the, uh, the somatic movements? Is there nutritional things you've changed? Are there any supplements you're taking?
4: Well, I do take supplements, but not in connection with the injury and the and the regeneration of my injury. Um, i I have always lived and eaten clean. I also do um, acupuncture twice a month just for a general you know alignment of my my chi, my body. Mm-hmm. So I think all of you know, those modalities all work hand-in-hand. Hand. But the somatic exercise, like anything else you do, it's not a magic bullet and there's no free lunch. You've got to do the work. So every morning for 45 minutes, I'm on the floor doing these somatic movements to release my body for the day. Now I can get through an entire day of performing my work and up and down, out of a chair, working at a computer, you know, up and down stairs. I can do this without the chronic pain. And I've been able to step away and and step down from the pain medication that I was taking the muscle relaxers and all of those things that we know kind of tend to poison our bodies
2: I think that's great I'm having an ability to reduce medication taking less chemicals which are just really going to placate symptoms and really being and taking an active part in your own recovery I think that's really powerful
4: I think that's Key with anything we do, it's all in where our intentions lie, and if we're not afraid to do the work, then we're going to reap the best benefit.
2: Yep, we learn that the hard way sometimes, right? Yes,
4: we
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for calling in.
4: My pleasure. Wish and you all the best. Thank you, Linda. <laughs> thank you Claire.
3: Thank all right.
2: you. All right. Have, have a, a great day. Have a great day. Thank you. You
3: too. Bye. Bye.
2: Well, that was good to hear. I mean, somebody with really chronic conditions is kind of telling you, hey, these are some things you can do on your own that you can do in a a 45-minute routine. I mean, think about how many times we go to the gym for 45 minutes to an hour or longer Mm -hmm. or any other type of routine we're doing to get up. And and you could almost use this as part of your prayer time. You're doing these sort of movements, and you could be Mm -hmm. uh, doing some type of prayer with that. Because I remember you actually had done some things called praise movements at one point.
3: Yes, I did. Mm -hmm.
2: Tell us a little more about that.
3: Praise moves. Well, uh, praise moves is more like um, stretches with scripture applied to it. So what I've done in in my book is I actually have applied scripture or meditation, meditating on a scripture that would have to do with an emotion that's connected to the contractions in your body. So if you have fear uh, or apprehension and have that type of a personality or have had any abuse in the past, Uh, you may be contracting in a certain way. And the meditation helps to also open that up.
2: So interesting. So when people do this, do they actually find that there's some type of emotion locked in there? There's fear. There's some stress component. The muscles sort of hold on to all these different things. And then how have you you seen that that... affected?
3: Well, anxiety manifests on the back of the body. Fear manifests on the front of the body. So someone who's bent over is fear-based more, or sitting at a desk.
2: Okay. So there's different muscle involvements. Go back mm-hmm. again. You're saying that the fear is based on the front of mm-hmm. the body? The front
3: of the body is, yeah. It's fear fear will, based. will be in the front. Oh, Start, you'll, you'll startle like... Startle reflex.
2: You guys stay by the mic.
3: Sorry. Startle okay. reflex. Okay.
2: There you go. And then the back is, is what again?
3: Anxiety, anxiety manifests on the back, like a go back. reflex.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Stop. Okay. Stop. Go. Go. Tell me, how did you learn all this? This is so much you can learn about the body just through this, quote, soma, that you actually have uh, quite a bit of experience with it.
3: Well, I've had a lot of injuries myself, Dr. Winkler, and um, I've had head injuries, serious car accident, uh, knee injuries, broken elbow, and I found this when I was about 40. I had a lot of pain. I had a lot of pain manifesting from the head injuries. And a friend, Richard Jordan, Uh, that was a lifelong friend and uh, he started doing it. He had head injuries as well. And I just went to a workshop and my body transformed within the eight hour training. And uh, just saw the pain release. Uh, I'd go in dragging in from a day of work at the flower shop. I wasn't doing this at the time. And I'd be exhausted. I'd go to the workshop an hour later, leaving like I could go dancing all night. So no I'd kidding.
2: So huge, just totally... huge
3: uh, change in the soma from doing this type of work.
2: Wow. So the personal experience really adds to your bent to your value as a practitioner as well, knowing that you've been through this and you've been. Got- gotten the benefit, full benefit out of this as well, because seeing how you walk and seeing how you move about here, I mean, nobody can see you here in the studio, but just, you know, I've known you, I would never think that you've had those types of injuries before, but whenever I do see you, you're always doing something, <laughs> That's <true. laughs> some type of a uh, somatic movement, quite yeah. interesting. Well, we're going to take another uh, brief break here. We have um, additional sponsors, so will be um, the Cancer Call Center will be on this um, this break. The Cancer Call Center is uh, a center where you can actually get more information about some of the other alternative therapies. Um, the previous and uh, co-host was uh, Rick Hill, and he's had quite a bit of experience, and he's working the uh, Cancer Call Center. He'll tell you a little bit more about how to reach him and what he can do, and he can also share some of his uh, personal experiences if you're suffering from cancer or any other uh, chronic disease. I'll take uh, that brief break, and the second part of that break is uh, the QF Med uh, Quantum Functional Medicine Clinic. Ad.
1: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jürgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-powered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If
5: you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com.
1: You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. All
2: right, welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. We are here with Linda Smith and I'm your host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. We're talking about the somatic movements to which Linda's been a practitioner of for 15 years and she's had uh, incredible uh, personal benefit from these as had one of the uh, callers that has called in. And uh, I personally have had quite a bit of benefit and I'm still getting the benefit of doing the somatic movements. Um, and Trying to get that into my daily routine would be helpful. The um, interesting thing is is there's so many other types of modalities out there. I mean, I've heard of active release technique. We've, we know about rolfing. We know about massage. We've talked about uh, chiropractic care. Uh, this is none of that's really related nor physical therapy. So this is an, an additional type of modality, Linda, if you would add.
3: Uh, the main difference, Dr. Winkler, is that um, uh, in the other modalities, they are uh, people are going to them to get fixed. We are not trying to fix you. We are teaching you and giving you education on what you can do yourself to, to fix yourself. So we're coaches. We don't fix you. you it's uh, meant to get healing and um, to benefit you right away within one or two sessions.
2: So that actually is pretty quick. Um, is there any other benefit to doing massage or... How does that compare to, let's say, active release technique, which I'm slightly familiar with as well? Have you Mm -hmm. experienced that at all?
3: Yes, I have. Uh, Massage is um, they're working on the whole body. We're working on a section of the body at a time. If there's a misalignment, we're going to work on the right side of the body if it's tight, not the left side of the body. So we're looking to correct the whole body misalignment. Um, and the difference between active release technique, it's a little deeper like rolfing. So uh, sometimes your body will respond uh, in a reactive way and you'll be flexing and tensing your muscles. Well, ours is so gentle that it kind of unravels. It's kind of like unraveling the muscles. Not, You're never really tensing when you're doing it. We're trying to change the nervous system by changing the stress in the body so you you are learning how to relax, and you're learning how to release the muscles and not be tense.
2: So the whole point is is re-education.,
3: oh, that's the whole and point. The nervous and awareness system
2: learns and it can be reeducated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what your the caller had mentioned as well, that she does these exercises to keep mm-hmm. maintaining these this sort of new you know change in her body. Yes, to keep this and to maintain it, because it's very easy to slip into old habits again.
3: Yes, it seems like it's difficult to um, fit it into your program, but it's really not. If you think of that animals do their movements 8 to 10 times a day and kids move all day long and they mm-hmm. stay flexible. Uh, and animals don't have trauma. So we are accumulating the trauma in the brain stem and we like you to do them in the morning and in the evening, two times a day. It's not that it's it's a little hard to fit in at first, but so you So what do you mean by to- trauma? Trauma from either old injuries, stress, um, abusive childhood, or uh, falls, surgeries. So, some of the emotional
2: traumas growing up, mm-hmm. some of the physical traumas, and things that. So, all these things mm-hmm. tend to accumulate. They accumulate. In the body. And I've known from neurotherapy and other things, as an incredible amount of emotion can get packed into these injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, neuroemotional technique pulls out some of those emotions as well. Yes. Or even just uh, believe it or not, if you have a scar, if you even just inject it with a numbing agent, it releases it. Mm-hmm. And then you can then you can sort of reset it's sort of like resetting the circuitry. Mm-hmm. So you're doing this without injections, mm-hmm. without any real counseling and going through all this stuff. You're simply just working those muscles, re-educating the brain. and then and in the process, some of these emotional things are released as well.
3: This part of the brain goes right through the nervous system out to the muscles so the whole nervous system uh, can be retrained. So uh, parasympathetic versus sympathetic nervous system, uh, you will learn how to be more in a non-stressful person throughout the day. You can learn that by controlling your muscles. So uh, someone who's fearful may be uh, more gregarious or uh, someone who's more gregarious may calm down a bit. So they have more control of their bodies
2: it's interesting i know whenever i get out in the cold my shoulders instantly react i pull them up tight right. like ah, i'm cold so re-educating those muscles so i don't have a stiff neck and shoulders for the rest of the day right and with this type of weather it's uh, certainly something helpful
3: would you like to release some tension out there
2: Well, if there are people that actually are are paying attention, if there's um, somebody out there that has a particular musculoskeletal problem, we can certainly address uh, some of those through just a simple exercise and maybe a description over the uh, radio. The other one, maybe just even just uh, go through a particular exercise that you would do, just dealing with maybe just shoulder necks, because you don't necessarily have to be uh, lying on the ground. You could do it sitting in a chair. You could do it standing up. You could do it. I think the best way for me is I watch TV. And then when I do, I'm on the ground doing the stretching techniques mm-hmm. or somatic type movements. Right.
3: It's best to get on the floor, but you can get relief standing as well as sitting with certain muscle groups like the neck and shoulders. Uh, the, laying on the floor, you, you can't release the neck and shoulders as well. So sitting's perfect. If we're sitting in a chair right now, we could do a movement to help relieve, le- relieve stress in the neck and shoulders right now. Let's try it. All right. Okay, so anyone out there, uh, the first thing is awareness. Close your eyes and notice what you feel. Notice the shoulders compared to your ears. Notice if one of your shoulders is closer to your ear. Notice uh, how you're breathing if you have stress right now, if you're holding it anywhere in the body, like the lower back or the jaw, or the thumbs. These are areas that we hold tension a lot, maybe in the toes. So I'm going to just guide you through a somatic movement to help relieve tension. I'm going to ask you to bring your shoulders all the way up to your ears slowly, and inhale, and your belly will go out. Exhale, and bring the shoulders down. And this is a slow movement. Uh, Inhale up, bring the shoulders up as high as you can up to the ears. So you're feeling the contraction and that's where the brain picks up the muscle. Coming down slowly to relaxation. Inhale, bring the shoulders up again. This time bring your elbows out and lift your arms. So you feel those upper shoulders contract. Now bring the arms down slowly and your elbows come to your sides and you're just gonna relax. Okay, we're going to do two more of those. Inhale, push your belly out, lift the elbows higher than your shoulders. So this is going to activate your trapezius muscle right up by your neck. Slowly float the arms down, close your eyes, and feel your arms relaxing at your side. If you have uh, arms on the chair, try to bring your arms in. And One more, inhale, bring the arms up in the air, lift the elbows higher than the shoulders. Deep breath in, and it's kind of like a ha, exhale. Okay, so that will bring down tension in the neck and shoulders, close your eyes again. Notice how you're sitting. Notice if your neck feels longer from the base of the skull down to the shoulder. Notice if that tighter shoulder maybe is a little lower. Notice if your body in general is a little more relaxed. And see, Dr. Winkler, now now it makes you want to move, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, I, I want sort to of move now. I want to
2: roll my neck a little bit here. I was yeah. starting with a little left-sided tension and starting, ah, this could turn into a headache. And so that just actually just released some of that left-sided tension. Yeah. So one of the things I notice in the body is, let's say you have an injury. Let's say the right ankle. And then I see sometimes the opposite knee or hip gets affected. Then I see the opposite part of the back or the shoulder. I mean, it literally goes diagonally back and forth throughout the body.
3: Yes, that can happen. So mm-hmm. how do
2: you how do you work that? Where would you work that from? The,
3: uh, well, that's usually a scoliotic type of thing. You've heard of scoliotic curvature. So curvature to the yeah. spine. Right. So, uh, yeah, say I hurt my ankle, now my left knee hurts. Well, you start favoring one side of the body as soon as you have the first injury. When you favor the body, your body starts to get weighted into the other side. And then maybe that's why the knee started to hurt. So I have all my weight on now the left leg because I'm favoring the right ankle. So the left knee starts to bother me from all of my weight bearing on that side. So uh, then we would work with the trauma side, the side that's tighter, and then get a balance between the two sides of the body. So the gate starts to open up and walk more freely.
2: That's pretty interesting. So you re, so not only that you're correcting the underlying or the so let's say the secondary effect to the nervous system,
3: when yes. you're treating
2: this as well, very cool. So yes. how did you who who discovered this stuff? It's kind of interesting. Well, I mean, it's very interesting.
3: There's uh, there's uh, Thomas Hanna is the founder of Hanna Somatic Education. Mm-hmm. His wife Eleanor Criswell Hanna carries on the work in the Marin County, and uh, Thomas Hanna uh, helped teach the first Feldenkrais training. So the roots of it come from uh, Moshe Feldenkrais and uh, Dr. Alexander. And these were uh, two, two uh, founders of this work. Thomas Hanna took the best from Alexander and the best from Feldenkrais and created Hanna Somatic Education. So um, he really had a way of um, putting it all together in an easy-to-understand format. There's thousands of movements that the body can do thousands of movements that the kids can do, and adults too. But uh, Thomas Hanna had a way of of pulling together the most important movement patterns and putting them in an easy-to-understand program so that you can do, say, 15 movements to realign your body. Then, of course, you can do the playful ones too. Mm -hmm. But these 15 to 18 movements that are in this book... And Thomas Hanna has a book as well that's very good called Somatics. And my book is called Intelligent Movements for a Healthier Life. So I just even simplified it even more. I put it into a really easy to understand format.
2: And it is because you've got the pictures, the diagrams are there. It's Mm -hmm. it's just very easy to understand. Very interesting. Now, Feldenkrais, where did that start from?
3: So Feldenkrais was an Israeli scientist who uh, was doing judo, and he hurt his knee. And through awareness, he healed his own knee and created uh, the work Feldenkrais Mm -hmm. has his own work. Um, And Alexander was an actor who was watching himself in the mirror and noticed he was losing his voice. Mm. And he uh, started moving his neck and his back and just by looking in the mirror and, and just thought and realized he got his voice back when his spine was in alignment, so he created the Alexander Technique. And Thomas Hanna's technique is, uh, is very similar. We use the Alexander things of the posture and alignment, and Feldenkrais is the movement patterns, the neuromuscular reeducation. So, uh, you know, we just it's just in, all three are really good. They're all under the umbrella term somatics.
2: And to get the best information then is from the website. Is there a little yes, history on your website? Yes, somaticlife.com.
3: Right. Uh, there's audio CDs. There's a workshop coming up this week Tell us more starting about Thursday evening. It's a eight-hour course, and it's two hours a week. Your body will be transformed within that four weeks, and uh, pain will disappear uh, you will gain a better understanding of your own posture and how to change it. Uh, it starts on Thursday, and uh, it's going to be in the evenings, 6 to 8. And it's, it's, we go through all of the movements that are in the book, and you get an audio CD with the workshop. So that workshop, Will, is designed to go through Thomas Hanna's movements and teach you and educate you, and you practice all week. So within the four weeks, you have a good understanding And you've been practicing for four weeks to get that transformation in the body.
2: That's a reasonable cost, too. You said it's $195 for that course. And Mm -hmm. it's going to start in a month from now, correct? It's starting actually this week. Oh, you're doing it this week. I don't see it on here, but okay.
3: Yeah. It's not posted on my website yet. Having a little web host problems.
2: Okay. So you get that out. That starts this week. They
3: can call me at 858-349-9411.
2: Give me that again. 858? 349-9411,
3: 349-9411, or send me an email at melinda at gmail. Uh, I'm also on Facebook with Somatic Life.
2: Awesome. We will mm-hmm. take another station break, and we will be back shortly. We'll be hearing again from the Cancer Call Center and also from the Life Credit Company, turning your insurance into cash for care.
1: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly.
5: If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
1: Listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866 577
2: All right, we are back for the last section of the Functional Health Forum, talking today with a somatic movement practitioner, Linda Smith. Going over the different types of uh, benefits that you can get actually from just simple somatic movements and re-educating the body, realigning the body, and getting the brain to be re-educated in this whole process. So, and she's had uh, a large, his- long history of training, 15 years of doing this, mm-hmm. and you've got a lot of experience with a new workshop coming up mm-hmm. that's going to start this week, and there's another one coming up in February, correct? So, reasonably costs you can do these exercises you'll get benefit very quickly and you can actually begin to implement these things because they're not hard to do
3: no they're not
2: they're very easy they're to do it's simple. just getting it's getting that sort of like uh, if you weight lift weights and you're into that mm, i got to use a lot of muscle tension you have to kind of realize hey that's what you have to unlearn mm-hmm. that you're going to relearn to relax those muscles and just do a gentle amount of tension into this
3: and it doesn't mean you won't be in shape because okay so say you have your your muscle tone from working out I'm a trainer too, so I believe in working out. <laughs> and uh, but you have, if there's chronic contraction in the muscle, that's what we're releasing. You will have a more toned muscle from doing somatics. You can even um, wake up the atrophied muscles as well.
2: Well, you did that with me. I remember those yep. muscles as mm-hmm. you're moving, then were twitching, and then by the second or third time, there was like good, smooth movement through them. Mm -hmm. As we were sitting there doing that exercise uh, right before the break, I noticed that my right shoulder leans forward a little bit, kind of rolls forward a little bit. And my left shoulder was a little higher up. And I also noticed when we released that, the neck tension kind of released as well.
3: Yeah. Let me talk about that. So typically we're using our cell phones. We're using our... kinking our head on the phone, you mean? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But leaning your head over to the phone, all that stuff. Um, computer work, your right, our right hand's coming forward to use the mouse or texting with your right hand if you're mm-hmm. right handed. So that's bringing the shoulder forward and in. And then the left shoulder's just doing the opposite, it's going back and up. So we would open up the right shoulder if you want me to do a movement with the right, which is pretty typical. Almost all of us are going to have Unless you're left-handed,
2: I'm actually left-handed, but for some reason oh. the right sides being affected. But yeah,
3: it's true. It could be. Do you mouse?
2: No, I try not to use a mouse. Okay, I type.
3: Okay. I well, typing finger
2: on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier.
3: When you so typically, if you would pick up your phone, how would you would you hold it in your left hand or your right hand?
2: I would hold it in my right hand and. Type oh, you would. My, I would finger type with my left.
3: Okay. Well, everybody's different. Huh? Okay. So I need to watch you. That's in why order I
2: do what to... I do. I'm different. <laughs>
3: Yeah. So, well, anyway, we could correct that. Um, I could show you another, like cross your arms in front, Mm -hmm. everybody out there, Uh, cross them the other way. I'm going to show you the habituation. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to show you just a little bit about habituation. Okay. Um, Place your fingers together, um, fold your fingers in each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now fold them the other way. And that may, it might have made wow. your brain kind of think my a little brain bit. To
2: think a little bit, and I can't get so, my fingers right. There you go.
3: Okay, so when your brain has that question mark and it's thinking, that's <laughs> the part of the brain where, oh, I can do this now. I can go back and forth between the two. Uh, cross your legs. See which, which leg you tend to want to cross over.
2: The one that hurts the least.
3: Right, and then cross <laughs> the other one over. There you see go. See if that feels odd.
2: Yeah. No, I so mix. I'm just
3: showing you a little bit of habituation that we have in our body. Some people might sit always with their right leg up or their left leg up or their right arm crossed over. Uh, So that's what we're working on, uh, dehabituating that. And um, if we have time for another movement, I would show them how to gain more neck range of motion.
2: That or maybe even like this thing, I I noticed you just talking about that makes me more aware of my posture. So I'm trying to Mm -hmm. sit up straight, I change Mm -hmm. the microphone. But I also know I tend to do that sort of neck jutting thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. that,
3: Yeah. So the neck jutting thing, this is pretty typical, sticking your head forward like I'm doing towards the mic. And basically, some of our habits are more ingrained, like uh, I'm sitting in the car and my head's forward. Uh, I'm looking at my cell phone and my head is forward. I'm looking at the computer screens, the biggest thing that we're sticking our head towards. So imagine you're looking at the screen, but the information is coming back into your eyes rather than you looking out towards it. Um, Also, so I call it the chicken head. Kind of stick your head forward and pull it back. And notice how it moves the rest of the spine when you do that. Like stick it forward.
2: Yeah, my spine wants and to. And then straighter. pull back. And yeah. the muscles in the back. You get a little,
3: little more tight. maybe a little more arch in your back Correct. or something. So anyway, these types of movements are easy. Like you could just if I was coaching someone and they, they would do that, stick their head forward, I would maybe have them sit in the car and go, hey, how about if you lean your head back on your headrest back mm-hmm. behind you and tuck your chin down a little. And this'll alleviate tension in the jaw and in the the sternocleidomastia runs down the front of the neck mm-hmm. and the upper shoulders. So when I stick my head forward, I'm gonna, you know, you might see a little hump back here mm-hmm. on some people. That's because the head, the weight of the head is forward and it's causing the, the fat to grow back here.
2: And, and so, inflammation, you're gonna get, and get inflammation, inflammation back. Oh, here, correct. totally. The fluid accumulation and so forth, yeah. That
3: part of your uh, muscles holding your head up, that 15 pound weight that's on top of you.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, very good. So, oh, so just that leaning back. In. So, really, the issue was awareness. Yes. And reminding yourself.
3: The key is awareness. And
2: how long does it take you to get a new habit straight?
3: Uh, about twenty-eight days.
2: Twenty-eight days. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so oh, that month workshop, you're good to go.
2: There you go. All right. Tell us more. When, when remind us again. When does that workshop? And where
3: okay. Are? Workshop starts this Thursday. Uh, the date, I believe, Thursday evening is so well. The
2: eighth. Uh, no, that's yeah, the. So. The seventh. It's the seventh. Seventh, correct. Six to eight p.m.
3: It's in Encinitas. If you do sign up, I'll give you the location. It's a private studio. It's a beautiful location, and uh, mainly, it's just just about finding comfort and healing. It's it's healing. What time is it? Six to eight p.m. Six to eight.
2: And how do you come Mm -hmm. dressed?
3: How do you dress? Comfortable clothing.
2: Sweatpants, T-shirt, uh, yep, sneakers. No
3: tight clothes. Running shoes. No tight clothing. No yeah, tight that clothing. That's the right. ma- main thing. Do you uh, want to bring
2: a mat so you have something to lie down on?
3: Uh, you can bring a mat. It would be good to bring a mat. Um, we have blankets there. So we put a mat down. We put a blanket over it. It's very comfortable. You'll enjoy it.
2: Yep. Sounds good. So I look forward to that. Um, tell us anything else you want to add to this whole somatic experience that you've that you've had uh been privy to over the last 50 uh, years. It's this.
3: really changed my life, as well as countless others that I've worked with. Um, I that it, it, it does reverse the aging process. So there's there's a reverse of the aging in the when muscle I have itself. My attention, you're
2: kidding me! I can reverse aging.
3: <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Someone who's slumped over and uh, is feeling a lot of pain and and inflammation looks pretty old. I mean, it's written all can't over their breathe, face. Can't Can't eat. Right. So um, just the, the movements alone can transform that. Your muscles change. It's, it's kind of like that lizard that grows the tail. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want to reconnect to that big toe, you know, and uh, if you can't sense your toes and your feet, there's a real disconnect in the pelvic region and in those the sacral muscles or the sacrum and out into the gluteal muscles that go down into your feet. Uh, and just learning how to walk, it's all about functions so um, your walking becomes more graceful more fluid transformation so um,
2: <laughs> let me ask you this what do you what do you sit on then? I mean chairs are really not Ugh. a great thing to sit on sitting is the worst posture. thing they're saying so, these days so you should stand and eat
3: uh, you know the funny thing is I was <laughs> in Germany last year and I went my uncle took me to a restaurant and they stand they have they stand standing
2: with a foot, foot no they no. have
3: standing tables their tables are high and there's no chairs yeah and I'm like, well, they're that way works. ahead of us, right? They were, yeah. Uh, you know, that was in every restaurant. But <laughs> I went to a restaurant, a Greek restaurant, actually. So do you
2: actually like those, those exercise balls that people sit on? And I do.
3: do I think those? that's a great th- thing to do if you have a desk. And, uh, you know, maybe you wouldn't do it all day, but it would help a lot. Just be playful and you'll get by. Watch the kids. They're doing it. They're doing the movements all over the place. So Drop, young kids, watch small kids, younger under seven, kids,
2: they kind of have natural movements. Six,
3: seven, eight years old, they're moving around, and um, the younger ones, of course, are just learning their motor plans. You know, uh, you know, they're learning how to walk. They're learning a motor plan, and then when they start to play with their bodies, they're doing really important movement patterns that God designed into us. These movements are designed into us. We were pandiculating in the womb.
2: Wow. Uh, so this is all going on from the, from shortly after you develop your nervous system and your muscle system, right? you're, you're
3: we We're doing like somatics wow. when we're a baby.
2: Mm-hmm. No kidding. Because yeah, I see this even with pets. Like you ask the dog to, hey, you know, get the dog up from a nap. The dog's doing it. They stretch. They reach right? a certain way. They kind of, yeah.
3: And so the difference, What we've taken that wonderful movement that the animal does and said, let's make it better and hold it longer. No, the animal isn't doing that. The animal is is doing we call it a pandiculation rather than a stretch it's a it's a yawn stretch it's a lengthen and lengthen relax
1: track. lengthen
2: okay and
3: the relaxation's important so that's what the adults not getting the relaxation in the muscle
2: i've l- i've learned a lot this hour <laughs> I hope, I hope our listeners have learned as well. This will be the end of the Functional Health Forum, and we look forward to um, any questions you might have. You can reach us at qfmed.com, and also the office is 760-585-4616, and you can reach Linda Smith at somaticlife.com or at somalinda at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to,
1: to next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.